Okay, everybody. I just wanted to do a real quick podcast today um, on Operation Finale, a 2018 drama directed by Chris Weitz, uh, based on a screenplay by Matthew Orton, starring Ben Kingsley and Oscar Isaac. Of note, Oscar Isaac also produced the film. Um, this film deals with uh, the hunt and capture of Adolf Achman to say it, I guess, correctly, in Argentina by agents of the Mossad, the Israeli Secret Service. Um, this is an essentially a fairly small film that um, I don't know how widespread the release is. It just came out to very, very little fanfare. I didn't even know of any ads for it, and I certainly hadn't seen a preview for it, but I saw it. But when I became aware of it, I was very interested to see it. Um, I have read two books uh, about uh, Eichmann. I read Hunting Eichmann, How Bandit Survivors uh, and a Young Spy Agency Chased Down the World's Most Notorious Nazi by Neil Bascombe, which is about a decade old now. And I had also read uh, some years before that Eichmann in My Hands, a compelling first-person account of the Israeli agent who captured Hitler's chief executioner, which is written by Peter Malkin, who is the, uh, the Mossad agent that Oscar Isaac plays in this film. Uh, for those who aren't familiar, uh, Eichmann uh, was a Nazi officer who was uh, chiefly responsible for Jewish deportations to concentration camps, essentially extermination camps, where uh, the victims were essentially almost completely killed. Um, his role was really to oversee the deportation of as many Jews as pops possible out of uh, Israel and other, sorry, out of Germany and other countries uh, to uh, death camps where they could be killed. Um, Eichmann is actually the very specific person uh, that the term the banality of evil was coined to describe. Uh, the movie uh, starts out in about 1960 when the Israelis become aware that Eichmann uh, may be living in Argentina. There is a large expatriate Nazi community uh, in Argentina, largely because of sympathetic um, forces in uh, the country and the government, um, and how uh, the Mossad uh, set up a small team to go to Argentina and figure out if it is him, if he is a match for who they think he is, abduct him, and then somehow get him out of the country uh, to Israel where he can stand trial. Um, I don't think there's any great spoilers uh, here in what I'm going to say. It is known to the world that Eichmann was, in fact, captured um, by the Mossad agents and brought to Israel where he very, very famously uh, stood trial um, essentially, in some ways, standing in for the entire Nazi regime. He was, uh, of course, found guilty of his crimes, and he was hanged. Interestingly, his uh, ashes were scattered so that there would be no uh, final resting place that people could go to to visit him. Uh, his ashes, I believe, were scattered in the ocean. The, uh, the movie is um, done in a very straightforward style. This is an inherently dramatic story, and they didn't really try to over-dramatize it, which I found interesting. Again, Ben Kingsley plays uh, Eichmann, with Oscar Isaac playing Peter Malkin. Um, the uh, Peter Malkin character is done in a pretty flat manner. He's haunted by his memories of his sister Fruma and her three children, all of whom perished in the Holocaust. Um, this is shown in repeated flashbacks 
uh, and some of which are almost semi-dream sequences. The Peter Malkin character, at least in the film, it is conveyed uh, that he does not know exactly how his sister died, and he imagines various scenarios uh, where she would have been killed. Um, he is portrayed as an as a professional agent driven by deep personal motives. He's not overly emotional, but he's not flat. This is a guy who has uh, strong undercurrents that make up his character and serve to motivate what he does in life. But he's also, like I said, he's a professional spy, and he understands how to control himself and what has to be done. I thought that this was an interesting comparison to, for example, Eric Bana in Spielberg's Munich, who's doing his work in that movie, for example, to avenge uh, the uh, the deaths of the Israeli athletes at the 1972 Munich Olympics. Uh, there he was working more at a love of country and a desire to protect it than a desire to get a specific man who may or may not have been involved with the death of his family. Um, in this film, uh, the Peter Malkin character clearly wonders or hypothesizes whether Eichmann may have been directly involved in some way or another uh, in the... Uh, chain of events that led up to his sister and her children's death. Uh, ben Kingsley uh, plays Adolf Eichmann. He's not played for sympathy. He's uh, shown to be an, an older, small man, timid and shaky at times, who nonetheless, in his lifetime, managed to perpetrate a great crime and is proud of this fact. Um, he's shown to be smart and manipulative and cunning um, and able to, at least verbally at times, turn the tables on his captors, even if he can't turn the tables on his captors physically during the nine to ten days that he is captured. He uh, occasionally and fleetingly displays pride at what he has accomplished uh, in his work as a Nazi in World War II and understands the enormity of it. He understands that he will go to Israel and will stand trial and will be executed. He knows Months before it happens, you know, once he is captured and once he is in the hands of the Israelis, he knows that there is no other fate for him except that. I think um, worthy of honorable mention is uh, Leo Raz, who plays Isra Harel, the head of the Mossad. Uh, this is a small but memorable role. He is uh, shown to be tough and serious and uncompromising. He serves the mission, but he also serves the government and the prime minister, um, who in this case happens to be David Ben-Gurion. His presence looms over the film as he is on the mission, and he's essentially watching and overseeing all of the events uh, that take place. Just imagine having your boss with you 24-7 while you're doing the toughest job you're going to do. Um, you know, I think that it's easy in a film like this to be a little one-sided, and, and I thought that they did a good job of having a little bit of gray. And for example, the Israelis are not shown to be saints. And it's easy, I think, sometimes in a movie like this to make the Israelis out to be saints. The, the Israelis are shown to be angry at Eichmann and the Nazis, and they are full of rage in times. And there's open talk that maybe they should just simply kill him and be done with it. But they eventually do come back to the idea that there's a larger significance to their mission, uh, to, to capturing Eichmann and bringing him back to Israel, um, both a larger significance to Israel as a country and to the world as a whole to see uh, that they can do this and put him on trial and really let the world see really what an incredible monster he is and was and what the Nazi regime was really capable of at its very, very um, core. Um, there's only a handful of quote-unquote action scenes in this, really um, Achimann's abduction and one or two small chase scenes 
Um, and they're not overdone. There is no crashing musical score. There is no insane car chase. There is no shootout. The movie is about espionage and spycraft, where the goal is to make as little noise as possible and to be uh, as, as least noticed as possible. Um, there is a very, very good scene at the end of the movie where they uh, have to get him out of the country on an El Al flight. And it's done uh, in a very, very tense and gripping way, but it's not overdone. And, for example, I was reminded of the ending of Argo, where in the film they had, you know, the uh, the Iranian agents racing down the runway as the 747 is flying our heroes out of the country. Now, in real life, they simply boarded the plane and flew away, and there was no race down the, the runway like they showed in Argo. Um, whereas in this movie, the the scenes involving getting Eichmann on the plane and getting the plane's paperwork in order and getting the plane to fly out with him aboard it, um, you know, they don't overdo it, they don't overplay their hand, and it's still very, very gripping. Um, overall, I thought that this was a, a very, very well-done movie. As I mentioned earlier, I'd read two books on this topic, Um so I was pretty familiar with the story. I, like I said, I think the last book I read was about a decade ago, but I still remembered a lot of the details of the story that carry over into the film. The way, for example, that they are able to identify him by tricking him a little bit into revealing his SS number and other other maneuvers are very, very much the way that I remembered them from the books. Um, I don't know how widespread this is going to be released. Um, it's a relatively low-budget film. Uh, it's made a modest amount of money in the few days it's been out. But uh, if you get a chance, and this is playing by a cinema near you, this is definitely, I think, worth a view. Um, I imagine that many people will not see this in the theater and will pick it up when it comes to Netflix, Amazon, or other streaming services, where, again, it is definitely uh, worth a watch. This story has been done um, a couple of times in a couple of different uh, formats. There's other film versions of the story that are also worth checking out. But, again, this is sort of our modern take on the capture of Adolf Eichmann. Uh, definitely an interesting film, and um, I think a good job uh, by everybody all around. Some people have criticized the movie for being a little bit workmanlike, but I think, again, that's really a manifestation that they are not trying to over-dramatize it, which, personally, I found more rewarding. Anyway, that's about it for today. Just a quick uh, review of Operation Finale. Uh, definitely worth a look um, if you have the time. Thanks, everybody.